0: Hi everybody, Uh, welcome to my latest podcast. Uh, We're gonna uh, today talk about online training and how sitting at home in your pajamas is changing the face of global health. Thanks to COVID-19, apart from my time spent working in the lab on the COVID-19 clinical trials, most of my interactions with other people, um, it was held hostage by the internet. Um, This was both my own family, uh, my friends, but also work. Before adopting uh, my lovely greyhound uh, forced me to leave the house twice a day to walk her, Um, I could still be found very occasionally sitting in my pyjamas at midday. Uh, And I'm sure, of course, you're not judging me. (laughs) Equally, our training and capacity development activities with Pandora uh, and the Networks of Excellence, so Cantam, Tessa, Wantam and EACCR2, these were also forced online. So uh, online training and meetings have always been used to an extent to collect um, collaborators across the world, uh, and we are no different. However, workshops have traditionally uh, been done as face to face sessions. And this is especially important with uh, laboratory kind of work where hands on training is really hard to replicate remotely. There's also that sort of special networking and idea generation that can only really happen when you uh, you meet people face-to-face in real life. Um, And at one point or another, COVID-19 has forced many countries into uh, one lockdown or another, and as a result, has pushed all but essential laboratory activities online. My department at UCL, um, our major role within Pandora is capacity development and training. And we undertake laboratory visits across all of our sites and identify uh, where they need capacity development, where they need training, so that our sites can do their best science and not need to rely on the global north to do so. Uh, Decolonizing global health is a really important issue, and there's quite a lot of literature on it. Um, And if you go to my blog, you can find um, a list, a link to a list. So because of our visits, we identified a number of areas for which to provide training uh, that we have done in the past, including basic sequencing training, tuberculosis, molecular diagnostic techniques, um, diagnostics and immunology of emerging diseases, and more recently, a COVID-19 response workshop. As I said, in our experience, the Chancellor Network with scientists from other countries working on similar um, research and discovering similarities, similarities and differences between these laboratories is just as valuable as the program of training itself. The onset of travel restrictions, of course, put a stop to all of our face-to-face training sessions. And so we immediately had to think quite differently about how to support, continue to support our capacity development, especially for the effort to control COVID-19, which was something most of our labs were involved in. And this became clear that while some laboratories um, had experience in um, RT-qPCR, which was then and still is the main diagnostic test for SARS-CoV-2. Many of our laboratories didn't really have the experience, although a lot of them did have the equipment. And of course, in normal times, um, this information gap would have been filled with a laboratory-based workshop, but this was of course no longer an option. So we did a search of the literature and also academic social media, which suggested that there was no real instructional kind of videos or tutorials for this procedure. So um, my colleagues at um, UCL and I set about creating a step-by-step video, which detailed the basic principles um, of the sort of steps from the RNA extraction, um, the PCR, and then the analysis of the results. We accompanied this with a detailed PDF um, of the protocol, which explained the the important things like biosafety principles, uh, and the various types of kit available. Uh, and we know that there are obviously shortages of a lot of um, reagents and currently still are in some parts of the world. We then created a Pandora YouTube channel. Uh, the link is in the blog. Um, and we also created subtitles in both French and Portuguese to widen our audience, especially across our most of our African sites. Um, And so far, the English language version has reached well over 200,000 views, which I'm really, really pleased about. And this sort of global reach of online videos is just one advantage of online learning. Uh, There's the ability to translate into those other languages, reduce costs um, for traveling and the environmental impact are also really good advantages. Um, However, of course, there are negatives and as anybody who has participated in an online Zoom session probably knows, um, internet connectivity coupled with large numbers of people can often mean less opportunities to get involved, ask questions. um, And also just watching an online video without sort of human interaction can make it really hard to ask questions as well. The success of our YouTube channel prompted us to create um, a space on the Global Health Network's website, and create a sort of hub space and link this with um, their online training team. So the main aim of our hub is as a resource center to share open access protocols, documentation, presentations to sort of develop and build upon our capacity development in what seems to be an increasingly virtual world. Um, And with help from many different colleagues um, from throughout our sites, uh, throughout Pandora, I've been writing a number of different how-to guides Uh, on the kind of areas that Pandora really works on, such as setting up a One Health research project, how to set up a biobank and sequencing laboratory, as well as writing a guide to COVID-19 diagnostics. We also started a COVID-19 learning centre, aimed not necessarily at scientists, but more the general public, to try and combat what the WHO describes as the COVID-19 infodemic. Um, And I'm sure everybody has come across the... uh, Fake news out there about uh, COVID 19 vaccines, etc. So, our collaboration with the Global Health Network and creating a hub also opened the door for reforming um, previously planned face to face workshops into online versions. This is advantageous because we can record them and um, you can watch them anytime. So as I say, if you're interested in the quality control in laboratories or implementing a novel diagnostic technique, well, you can find them on our hub. Or are you interested in the effect of infection prevention and control policies on antimicrobial resistance? Yeah, we've got got that too. So whether you may yearn for the social interactions of face-to-face learning, uh, or you're quite happy sitting in your Disney pajamas learning from home, it does look like online education is here to stay. Uh, Well, at least for the foreseeable future. I, for one, um, I'm quite looking forward to the days when I can go and visit my overseas colleagues and go back to sort of real face-to-face interactions again. Uh, But uh, of course, let's hope I can remember to pack some trousers when I go. (laughs)